This episode of the podcast is sponsored by Born to Rise, an incredible foundation that offers a platform for regular people to share their heartfelt stories of how they overcame hardship and trauma. Born to Rise hosts annual events with guests, guest speakers from around the world that come to talk here in Montreal. They are planning to expand across Canada. For more information, visit borntorise.net and stay connected with such a powerful cause. Hell yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah, we should throw in some beatboxing on every ad. <laughs> Are you tired of wearing the same old boring clothes? Don't you want clothes that represent something that you're passionate about? Or just something that makes you and your friends laugh? Mm -hmm. Question mark. You do. It's a rhetorical question. <laughs> <laughs> then you could go and check out www.stylishremix.shop. Oh, yeah. They have super awesome t-shirts, hoodies, socks with funny puns, movie references, and cute avocados to brighten up your wardrobe and make your style unique and remixed. Boom. Use the code name CHIMPS10 and save 10% on any and all purchases. Thanks, guys. They got really cool shirts. They got like um, one that I laugh at. It's like two lightsabers hitting each other and it says lit underneath. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. So yeah, code name CHIMPS10 and you get your 10% off. So check it out. Welcome to Curious Chimps Podcast. I'm your co-host, Nathaniel Pearl. And I'm Sam Sheva. And welcome. We here at Curious Chimps are law-abiding citizens. We do not endorse anything illegal. And anything we discuss is for entertainment and not information purposes. We are not experts, and nor do we claim to be. So please, consult the doctors, do your research, read the label, and for the love of all that is holy, be safe. All right, let's talk about drugs. Curious, curious, curious chips. What's up, brother? Bruh. Oh, you son of a bitch. You mods, you son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, oh. Fuck that way. That's two different sorts of references. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I mean, mixed them up. That was brutal. Oh, so we have a video of that now. Like the thing. You're gonna make that into a gif. Oh fuck! I hope so. Curious chimps. Okay, Let's talk about drugs. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Kills me every time. Yeah, man. Dude, I'm like showing that to friends. Like I love our intro. Let's man. talk about drugs. Okay, let's talk about drugs. <laughs> I can't wait for people to like, like they'll listen to one, two or three, like, look, I guess not one there, but like, then they'll listen to Mark's <laughs> yeah. and they'll be like, oh, he said it. That's, That's where, where it started. It. Yeah. Fine. If only we knew bad. that. I think we did. Cause we spoke about it in that podcast saying it was going to be the first time we're going to use this. I yeah, don't know. And then, like, did maybe, we mention that? Maybe we'll, I think we discussed it. Like, like, will we, or won't we just copy paste it into the beginning of all okay. of them kind of thing? I hope so. Cause if like the hardcore listeners will, will catch on. Oh fuck. It's true. Oh, this is where it started. They did it. It's like yeah. time travel. You're like, they did it. Yeah. Oh my God. And they oh, just go back to the previous ones like, oh, fuck. Which one was Mark then? Like, It's coming out uh, on Saturday. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So that's 13? Number 13. Yeah, yeah. And then we ow, got, ow, mm -mm. right after that, we got Trip Report coming out. What? So not the same day, the, the week after. So Ayahuasca oh, yeah, Vipassana, yeah, yeah, which yeah. was... Uh, oh, that was a good one. Yeah. Then okay, we got, well, they're going to have listened to it already. <laughs> Yeah, this is confused. This is just uh, okay. This is a little bit of a mindfuck. No, I don't want to think about the viewers. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you, viewers who can see me now, you sons of bitches. We love you, though. I fucking love you. <laughs> Sammy. Hey. What's up? What's cooking? 
Life's weird, man. Everything's going really well. Nice. And I just feel stronger emotionally. And I'm afraid. I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop. <laughs> I'm, yeah. like, I'm like, who's going to die? Like, what's the next test? You know, like, my life's been pretty easy. And then it got all crazy. And I was like, wah. But like, understandably, like, I'm not undermining or underappreciating my own pain. But now, there's a girl in my life. She's awesome. Maya, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> you better be listening. Shout out to Maya. Yeah. Uh, my job's dope. Nice. It's like a little challenging and a little easy so mm. it's just like that sweet spot where i can like figure it out and then like have fun with it and they do a lot of charity work and it's just it's a cool place to work and uh, i don't know like i'm just i'm just struggling to find discipline and like do the little things i want to do in my day now and that's like a great problem to have mm. i'm just like okay how do i utilize the gym how like i have like you know what's funny today? I, I was like meditating in the metro and I just have these little pocket meditations and I'm trying to like meditate a little bit all the time. Hmm. And it's not the same as just sitting down and I finally realize why. Like when you inevitably get distracted and get pulled away from your, like into your thoughts or into whatever is distract, like, you know, a, aversion craving that just yeah. not nudges your attention away from your breath, your body, whatever the fuck. Uh, it's so much harder to realize it's like you get knocked back two layers instead of just one. If you get knocked back one layer, then you kind of catch yourself. The mm. practice gets a little deeper in the in the one time you're sitting down and I'll end more and more as you go, like in the yeah. week or in the month or the year or whatever. But then I realized I'm in the metro and I'm like, huh, like it, I didn't notice that I went away. I didn't notice that I that I got like got off track. You don't always notice right away. And then like no. we joke about it, you know, like 10 minutes later, you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. And then you're like, you oh. catch on. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? But I realized that. The, I like I really now have a like a like a left brain like explanation for why you should sit down and meditate nice it's just like yeah man I called it a bubble in one of the other podcasts like it is it's important to just sit in this like controlled environment this little thing and that's why they tell you like same place and same time every keep, day keep your spot and meditate in that spot grow that's I've never done that we're just monkeys yeah just routine but you know what it is, man. I, after Vipassana, I'll be very honest. I haven't meditated. I tried, and I just, I just, I haven't had the urge. That's surprising. Well, I yeah, don't I don't know why. But so I, I served Rappi a few days ago, and then oh, like, I need some of that shit, dude. <laughs> I, I only done it twice since Vipassana. Like I just, I've I just been in this like neutral hit. state where everything's good, and I'm like, I don't need to even poke at this. Like just, fo just flow with this feeling. It's just maintenance, I guess. Just I like guess, but like every now and then. So we did the wrapping and like I served her and then she served me after. And I'm like, I was knocked into like that, that uh, day seven, day eight of a Vipassana feeling just like vibration, you know? And I'm just sitting there for like 30 minutes with a smile. Oh, just, <laughs> you know, like just space in your body, like the light, like you just feel good. Yeah. You don't, and like the pain might be there. It's, Something might be weird, but you're just like, you're okay with it. Yeah, and it's like, there's no label to what you're feeling. So we're talking about it now. I'm trying to label it. But in the moment, it's like, it's neither good nor bad. It's just is. And but the isness, like that Muji <laughs> talks about, yeah. that's good. Yeah, that's so great. Like, like you, you accepting the good and the bad, <laughs> that's its own thing. But being in that isness is dope as fuck. It's and it's fucking, funny because yeah. I talked about it today. Hmm. This guy, I've I mentioned him a few times now, but the guy at my work, okay. his name's Robin. Like these, these two guys, Chris and Robin, they're like not, they're like from another, they're from Ontario, but they just came in to like do like the training with us. Mm. And I mean, I, I love them both. They're hilarious and awesome. But like Robin, me and him get along. 
you know like i want i want him on the podcast but like he lives in fucking ontario and he's like leaving in a week or something so it's a shame okay but he told me today it was really cool he's like dude give me your number or something like you're a cool guy like he, he kind of reached nice. out a little and i like i was in i was mid conversation and i did i just kind of kept going i didn't like i didn't like acknowledge it and i kind of felt bad i feel bad now oh, you, like you I, didn't exchange numbers no okay like we can still find ways to communicate with yeah. each other and then like get to that point so i'm not worried about it yeah. but i just had this little like ego like continue what i'm saying because i'm gonna forget it because i'm a bit of a stoner kind of thing <laughs> you know so yeah, yeah. okay I, I didn't i noticed for the first time today i mean sometimes he goes to smoke and he comes back he's like a little relaxed a little more chill but like he didn't strike me as a shy person at all but today i realized he's like he might be like a really sensitive guy hmm. and he just the, the like I don't know. He's very interesting, but then to him, he seems like he's like I'm not interesting. It's like it's like, dude, what are you talking about? I say like, that a lot, man. You well, know. I don't. You know, I'm mean, like you tell you say it about me a lot, yeah. and I'm like, nah. Like, I don't meet a lot of like super humble people or something. But like this guy, honestly, thinks he's boring, and it's like, dude, you almost became a tequila sommelier. You were a bodybuilder for a while, like legit. Yeah. What the fuck is that? Ding dong. It's Santa Claus. Anyway. <laughs> Um, it'd be funny if he double booked and like someone's like, we Yo, gotta do a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what else did he do? And now he's like a beer like connoisseur. Like he has his own podcast. Yeah. I didn't fucking get the name of it. Okay, you I gotta, you I gotta shout it out. Yeah, I'll shout it out. If you see him again time. or something, try to get in contact. We can work with this guy here his brain one day or something. Who knows? I'd love to have him on the podcast. He's, he's so in humble. Ontario. It's not he's that so, far. He's, and then we were talking about chakras and stuff nice. and he bought like his girlfriends like deep into that stuff and mm. he, he like started getting into it because of her interest cool. and he bought her like these crystal sound bowls Okay. and I'm like that must be like 300 bucks and he was like yeah kind of like sort of like Damn. around there. I don't know if Imagine. I can get on the crystal bandwagon but I'm, I'm down to hear him out. No no but uh, like if you can get on the sound bandwagon I agree then you that. can get on the crystal bowl bandwagon yeah. like my other friend the guy who got me to go to India Christopher other Christopher not the one that Robin yeah. and Chris uh, not other people this guy Chris Ailing man I fucking love this guy I don't if he's ever gonna listen to this dude I love you you're the reason I am me <laughs> like <laughs> nice. a lot of the reason I'm me now nice. but he was telling me about a friend of his I'm gonna try to remember this correctly because it doesn't make any sense to me and I'm just ranting right now for some reason we don't have a lot of time this is just fun like we're just testing the video thing I guess but his friend had a bed made of quartz crystal or at least there were like the bottom had like a bunch of quartz crystal or something so like the sound that you would input around would like was that the baby okay i was like no, 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 no. did someone die <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah so then the speakers to like they would they would play like crazy music and i mean i assume they were on a bunch of drugs but he, that wasn't part of his story, so I'm just I'm just throwing that in there yeah. just to make it better. But yeah. it already sounds amazing. So imagine you're on a bed of quartz, and then these speakers are held together magnetically. So the speaker, like the sound, none of the components are touching each other. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. So there's no loss of sound, like through the material, like through the stuff. There's no vibration. There's nothing kick 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 like a, like a car, you know, like like screws yeah. a little loose. Nothing like that at all. So the sound was like crystal fucking clear and crystal pun in, pun not intended, but like you're literally on a bed of crystal and you're just like vibrating into the fucking ether. Whoa. Yeah. 
You put on some like binaural beats or something. I hope so. Yeah, just the whole place is shaking. <laughs> Don't you kind of need headphones for binaural beats though? I mean, if you have that kind of sound quality and fucking crystal layout, I'm pretty sure. Just crank it anyway. Yeah, just, just crank it. As a, it's just a giant <laughs> headphone. Yeah, well, yeah, well, 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 well. But let's get back to that point you mentioned because that's huge. And that's kind of where I want to go with this talk today was about uh, Robin or was it Chris that you were talking to? The Robin was dude. He has a, he's got a beard down to his fucking <laughs> I love solar it. plexus. Yeah, so such a cool guy. His what he sees for himself. No is offense, like, Chris. <laughs> I like you too, man. Paisan. <laughs> but what you see when you were talking to him and like he has all these things going for him and he just doesn't see it. You know, it's just like yeah, I guess. You yeah. Know? It's like that self talk that we all have. It's like we don't notice anything we do that's good. You know, it's just like I didn't see that in him. He seemed like such a positive guy. Like honestly, when he said it, I was like you must be telling the truth. Like mm. you're just not good at explaining how awesome you are because mm. like it took me a long time. Also, uh, most of the time I feel just humbled by my own qualities, my own, my own, like my own, like I'm just, uh, you know, like yeah. in that way that you're talking about. Yeah. So I've slowly through talking to people, I've been like, Oh, okay. Like I did this, I did that. I did this. Like some people around me are like a little, I don't want to say they're boring, but like they, they don't have the same desires that I do. They don't seek these things. They're not yeah. looking, they don't, they never do something for the story. Yeah. I don't say that's all I do, but I'll fucking do that sometimes. I don't know. Hmm. But anyway, so yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I honestly think he, he's like, I, I see him as, as someone very intelligent so there, I, I assume there's a reason behind it. And that's what I used to do with, with that other Christopher guy that I was saying before. Mm. He was so smart to me that when he said something, I worked backwards pretending he was telling the truth. I'm like, you must be right. Yeah. But I understand what you're getting at. Let's, I guess we could try to focus on that. I'm like a little well, just hyper. The, just the whole, it's all good, man. The camera's <laughs> no, here. It's a little bit different, but it's, it's all good. <laughs> but, I quit. <laughs> I fucked it up, guys. No, no. But that whole thing of self-talk and like... The 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 way I put it is so I'll just give some context. I I had a massage gig the other day. It's like a, my side thing. Well, not side thing. My one of my main jobs is I'm a massage therapist. Mm. And so I had You're a really good by the way. Thank you, brother. <laughs> I've uh, had a lot of massages in my yeah. life, man. So yeah. see, like that that can tie into the, in my mind. I suck, and like that's just constant talk in my mind. I'm working through and under and unprogramming those mechanisms, but mm. that's a constant chatter. Mm. in everything I do but just massage specifically right now for this example it's that's an ongoing thing so I had a, a couple's massage so I got another therapist to come in mm-hmm. so we did it at the same time 90 minutes they both got the massage at the same time and when we went to the washroom to go wash our hands after we stay there until they get changed we come out and greet them he was in the washroom he was like fuck I suck like this is I, was, I fucked up bad I messed up her, her left arm <laughs> I, uh, like I fucked up he was just in a bad state I'm like dude like you can't go back out like this like cheer up I'm like, like, but in the back of my mind I'm like you can't go to them like arms crossed this is crossed. bad PR bro yeah you can't go back to them arms crossed like oh, sorry bro yeah so like, you, sorry, arms you crossed massaged like, me yeah I'm yeah. giving you money like, like, you gotta you, be you gotta be like that positive fear because yeah. you need to talk to them after they're gonna be in a different state that's so funny so I was telling him I'm like I was uh, just like that too yeah but I from I experience great, yeah I, uh, was, I was starting out yeah okay I'm doing yeah. it again okay yeah. <laughs> Um, from the experience uh, that I've had throughout the years of massaging people, that chatter is always there, but it's always wrong. I just remember the cameras there. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter, man. It's, uh, uh, was I it's always wrong? Sorry? It's almost always wrong, that chatter in your mind that I fucking, I fucked up. Okay, that, we got to talk about that. Then. 
because sorry we got to talk about that then because yeah, I'm let's yeah. dissect it but but for this example is when he went back out they were um, they booked another one they loved it so oh so he he fuck yeah but that's what I'm saying that self chatter is like I was can wrong. create this pattern of thinking of guilt and shame on yourself and it puts you down this loop that you start convincing yourself your shit to the point where you won't even practice the art because you think you're such shit. And it's like, this This applies to so many things. I'm so fucking bad, I'm not getting involved in this. Oh my God, I do that so much Bro. without realizing So that. when you start recognizing these patterns and noticing, okay, the way I gave it to him, because we on the drive back, I'm kind of a little bit over the place, but it's going to make sense. When we're driving back, I told him, I'm like, picture it as if you were teaching a student. Mm. If you went to your student after their massage and you say, you fucking suck, this garbage, get the fuck out of here, you're horrible. Your client hated it. Your student's not going to want to learn from you. <laughs> but if you go to your student and say, you know what? It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad, but let's try this a little bit better. Let's work on this and let's improve. You're going to want to keep learning from that teacher. But yeah. why with ourselves does all of a sudden we're okay to talk to ourselves that way and smash yourself down to the point where you're not learning from that. You're just taking guilt and you're just shaming yourself. Yeah. It's like that self-talk is a mechanism for failure. Yeah, I never saw it that way. I mean, it's it seems obvious when you say it now, but I just see it. I see so much. Like the why bother in Sammy is strong. Let's put it that way. Hmm. I needed to be convinced. I convince myself sometimes, but it's like the podcast uh, and music in general. Like I've been playing music a little bit for my entire life. I never sat down and got really good at any one instrument or anything like that. And now I'm just kind of like obsessed with singing. And mm. I need I need encouragement. I sing I like, like it's it feeds me, and it's like I, I don't get it from myself often, because mm. uh, it's always like as soon as I get good or I have a good day, that bar gets raised, the expectation gets pushed up, and that's what I confuse with success. Is like oh I was able to do that, and then the second it drops, it's not where it's I, I for me that's a failure. For me, I'm hearing myself sing. I have a really good idea. I can hear my to my tone yeah. really well. Yeah. And I just go, that was off. That was off. That was off. That, I'm just, I'm trying to not hear that was off in the middle of me singing, you know, okay. like that I'm kind of do thing. it afterwards. Yeah. Okay. But I mean, there's a big like observer meditation thing to tie into what you said, because like who treats themselves as a student and thus the teacher, mm. you know, it's like, it's just me and I'm invested in what I'm creating. And if I fail, I fail. Yeah. I'm a failure. Like it's this kind of connection to everything but there's all this crazy duality in there that's unnecessary and it's like no no you are the teacher you are the student you're, you're learning both. and you're, you're telling yourself yes. to learn you're telling yourself how to learn and how you criticize yourself how you contextualize the entire experience is going to govern how much you want to continue and blah 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 like absolutely man and that kind of yeah. self-talk is a mechanism that's strongly built from birth and onwards it's just patterns that you've created so it's yeah. a lot of unprogramming mm-hmm. but you have to think if you're in a place where, and I'm realizing this because I was seeing, because he could he could have been light years ahead in massage at this point in his life, but it's it's taking a step back. It could be anything. I'm just talking as massage, for example. But it's always good to have a solid example, yeah. especially a recent experience. Yeah, yeah. Like and that's why it's so right? fresh. Yeah. But it applies for everything. But when you have that mindset of like, oh, I suck, I suck, I suck, to the point where it's really bad mm. and it's like shameful. It's like you don't even want to practice anymore because you've smashed yourself so low. So it's like you kind of what happened to me with massage. Hmm. of all things yeah i mean and we'll talk about it later i guess but yeah and yeah so exactly and then it's like this this spiral effect downwards and then we're, we had mikey on where we're talking about facing the uncomfort crossing that line hmm. going in those even with mark saying he loves being uncomfortable it's like 
you're just you're taking that momentum but going in the opposite direction and it's fucking uncomfort 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 blah 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 blah, blah and then all of a sudden you're good and you don't even realize it that mm-hmm. all those fucking achievements added up yeah not a shift in perspective a flip in perspective yes like instead of going away from the aversion you're like no that that could make me stronger i could learn something and you don't even care how you're gonna feel or like we were talking about with mike you're you're aware that if you don't do it then in the future it's like you're investing in in regret yeah so then it's like a kind of good fear you're like i'm just i'm just experienced i'm just knowledgeable i know i have to do this to be happy to be satisfied in the long run that's that's what like i mean back to my massage experience again like i was kind of like traumatized i just like that my the five month intensive course turned into this year and a half of garbage and i just learned to hate massaging (laughs) and i got really fed up with it Mm. Uh, but I pushed that year extra because of that regret avoidance mechanism, whatever yeah, you want to call it, you know? Yeah. And now I have a skill. I don't have the certification, but like I massage my girl sometimes and she really likes oh, yeah. it. And I realized I've learned have. a lot, yeah. dude. If it's, if all of that, just to fucking meet you and to meet Ramsey, bro. And then now Ramsey's dating Gina yeah. and now I can massage my girl. Yeah. All worth it. There you go, worth man. Worth four grand so that's or whatever. The, that's five <laughs> grand. Bro, worth more if you really break it down to what this will become too. That's a good point. You know, and then it's like... That's a great point. Yeah. And well, the friendships are invaluable. I mean, uh, like I, you I and Ramsey. Yeah. We've got to get Ramsey on the podcast. If Dude. only so all three of us can chill. Like after also. We'll, we'll get it yeah. on a Tuesday. We'll, we'll book a fucking whole day. We'll go for dinner or something. Yeah, like, man. And, th- and then me, you, and him, we'll go break our necks at this spot. We'll go fucking do and some fucking... Parkour. Some free running shit, man. Hell yeah. Dude, you got to see this guy do a front flip off a fucking like 15 story... Or no, like 15 foot. Like um, It's like a story, it's like a story and a half. It's like a, a house. He puts a mat down. He freaks out for like five minutes and he just fucking does it. But Hell he's like yeah. an ox, right? Yeah. Mixed with a ninja. Yeah. So he just goes like... And you're like, huh? And he goes, I didn't feel good. And he does it again. Like he's trying to get the fear out. You know, that's like he's what so, I'm talking about, you know, man. Versus, and it's just Ramsey con- doesn't have any of that shit that we're talking about. I mean, he does sometimes. Maybe he does, but he doesn't bring it to the surface. He just works through it. He doesn't share it. Yeah, he's uh, he's like a natural manifesting human. He thinks mm. a lot about the energy he puts out. Like, dude, I don't know how aware he is of it all the time. It's just maybe like a reflex now, or maybe he's just like really on the ball. Which for me, I don't know. Like, I hope not because for me that seems stressful. But maybe it isn't for him. Hmm. He's just paying attention. He's got his eyes open, you know? When you have his attention, you have all his attention. He's one yeah. of those. You can tell when he's not paying attention because he's, he's not, he's not, most humans, we're not multitaskers, you know? But like, fuck, man. He's, uh, nice. He's, and, but he's parkouring even when he's talking, you know? He's like, there you go. Yeah. Oh, you said this? Okay, I'm going to say this. Okay. Yeah. Ooh, oh, there you go. Kong jump. Yeah, but that's <laughs> like flip. him getting good at that craft is just constant it's such a simple formula is just do the reps. work do the work reps reps reps, reps. and it's just constant you want a muscle to grow do the reps you want this to work do the reps and it's the simplest format formula but our minds get so fucked up and confused and it's like going left right to all sorts of twisty lines to get there but i either way if it's all a twist and you still get to the destination it's a, it's a job well done yeah but if you get tied up in those spirals and just go the opposite direction it's just chaos and yeah. I was talking to them, my buddy, we were driving back and he was like, at some level, maybe he's afraid of success. And he's saying, I don't know. I guess I'm afraid of success. I don't, I can't picture me being successful and this. And I, I like snipped it right there. I'm like, that's the problem. The mm-hmm. mindset is success as a destination. I was telling you about this. It's like, you're visualizing a moment where you're going to put your legs up and really like, oh, I fucking did this. Yeah, I'm here. Success. 
But success has nothing to do with that. That's an illusion. What what success is is everything what we're doing right now with the podcast. We're adding like success blocks to the fucking temple we're building. And before you know it, we're going to look back and there's this fucking temple that you've created and that's success. But even then it's not finished. You have to constantly maintain it and build it and feed it yeah. and grow it. And there's never a moment where you've reached this aha, like now I'm here. It's just this constant work. And But we're all in this illusion that like, oh, I won't be successful. All the aha moments I ever had were detrimental to my success later on. Yeah. The, I, I pretended I crossed some bullshit invisible finish line and I relaxed. And I can't do that and anymore. And there's the comfort yeah. zone. And then you start falling back. Comfort zone. It's like, it's like these, these like throws, you know, these, these bursts, these, uh, these critical mass emotional moments, these, these, these bursts. It's a, it's a good word. Throws, throws are a good word too. Like these, uh, you know, and then you, yeah. you cross some point, you, you force yourself or you're in some kind of passion kind of spiral and then you get the thing or the place or the whatever and then it's almost like you've been forcing yourself to, just to kind of break the surface mm. and then and then you you relax back and it's like there's a momentum there there's a bunch of stuff you learned and if you think of things that way maybe you wouldn't do that passionate chase you would do a little bit all the time but you kind of have to build that avenue you mm. can't just like a lot of people's lives are just based on that they do these bursts 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 and then maybe that becomes the norm i don't know there's so many like variations but for me i, I really am noticing I, I used to obsess like the way Robin was saying uh, to me today. Like he's, he's an obsessive character and he'll just get into something deeply. Seems to work for him. I don't yeah. know. He and his, his wife, I asked him like as long as the wife's okay with it. And he's like, she's really cool. She'll jump in with me. You know, like nice. that's really all you need. If you're not, if it's not fucking up your life, then it's only enhancing your experience. Right. Yeah. In my case, it's fucking up my life or it used to. I, I've, I just learned from experience. I would just fucking chase the fucking dragon like 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 i'm using that heroin analogy on purpose because it's like i don't know what i'm doing i don't know why i just know it feels good hmm. and it doesn't even feel good anymore i just trying to get the, the feel good and i think that's the way eventually and it was the same thing with a lot of jobs it was the same same thing with massage like i couldn't let off man when hmm. i stopped i was so happy but it's like so much money has been invested some of a lot of it was my parents was my mom's money also so it's like there was a lot of karma in there a lot of shit was wrapped up in there yeah. and, I, and, and i just said like i am i am burning my brain out i don't have a lot of resistance to this kind of stuff and five months turns into an extra year yeah. of me fucking spending money schlepping back and forth because i fucking live in laval and i gotta go like wherever that stupid school was yeah and then they're like fucking they charge me for a bunch of random shit they tell me i need to bring a body i need to bring people to massage but also maybe you just really weren't into it maybe it's the bottom line is like I, every time I massage somebody, I realize again how much I actually really enjoy it. Mm. But I did, I did not. Whatever I enjoy out of it was not worth that struggle. Okay. I just, but I got something out of that struggle. I just realize now as well. A second thing I got, like I got resistance. I learned. I learned my limits. I, I'm glad I just went and learned because I, I don't. I and a lot in my life I didn't push like that. I didn't yeah. like push till I was like, like red in the head kind of thing. Like I just went. Oh, that's too hard. Next. Like the mm. why bother is strong in Sammy, like I said before, but 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 here I was like, no, there's so many reasons why not, like why not bother, you know, like why to bother, why to keep pushing, and then and then there was just this glaring like, dude, you're fucking hating life, you're waking up stressed. Mm. As soon as that happens, as soon as you fuck with my fucking that, there's that little moment when you wake up and you don't know what the fuck's going on. 
You know what I'm talking about a little bit? It's uh, right before coffee for me. Oh, okay. No, that's that's different. <laughs> I'm talking about you wake up. You don't know your fucking name. You don't yeah, know yeah. what the fuck's going on. Okay, you don't know that, anything. That you don't know if you're a guy or a girl. Yeah. You don't know anything. When I would wake up in that stressed, mm. I go, something's got to change. Okay. Fuck you. Mm. Just fuck you. Whatever's going on. And that stayed with me and fucked up my other experiences because my body was just in a stress mode. Now, Anyway, I'm just ranting. I rant, bro. You got to do this sometimes. You got Sammy, Sammy, <laughs> ranting. I'm t- huh? It's all good. Huh? And then I started convulsing because you stopped me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But hey, I mean, maybe I just still think that maybe that wasn't your thing. And now you're you're slowly finding your thing in, in other avenues. It obviously wasn't. If yeah. it was, I would have fought for it. Yeah. Dude, I w- you, my mom always tells me when I went to India, when I went to, to, when I got my visa to go learn how to teach yoga, nothing could have stopped me. Yeah. She saw like a, a different version of me. Yeah. And I and I made it happen. There you go. I man. fucking made it happen. I, I I just I was on the call uh, on the calls on the phone, twenty four seven. Yeah. I was just figuring it out. I just I nice. just there was no doubt. With massage, there wasn't a doubt either until a bunch of fucking problems started coming in. And then them, them doubts got nice and loud. And yeah. I just said, this is bullshit. Fuck you. Uh, There's probably a limit with everything just based on your experiences in the past, like your resistances, you know, like just what, how fortified are you? Hmm. But yeah, man, it's not for me, I guess. But I'm glad I did it. Yeah. Well, bro, if you're telling me the, the outcome is what <coughs> this wouldn't have happened without it. You know, yeah. this isn't big yet, but this is the way it's heading. It's, it's big for me, man. Yeah. I, like, I'm yeah. glad if people like it, but it's big for me. I love it. Yeah. I just love it. <laughs> I know. And like, bro, it's it's manifesting. Mm-hmm. But this this whole experience would not have happened. And that's if had you never did that course. And now if I have never did that course. And now that comes to, if I, I mentioned this probably in podcast four or something, whatever. Or what I, I don't remember which one. But like, for you to be in this <laughs> present moment right now, like this exact Sammy you have to come to an acceptance that everything that happened prior was a, would, would, had to happen for this moment to exist. And that's a tough pill to swallow when you really unpack that. But that's the reality. I think it's an easier to pill. An easier pill. I've been thinking that way lately a lot hmm. because I just, like I said at the, at the beginning, like a lot of stuff's going good. Yeah. You know, and it's, but it all, like there was moments of really shit, moments of fucking, I hate myself. But all those moments had to have happened for this moment to be here. It got, yeah, it got me here. It yeah. literally got me. It here. literally got you here. I can see the, like, there's a lot of things that I would have picked out of today's Sammy life because past Sammy just had less gratitude and more complaining. Mm. And now, because of real things, like, proportionally speaking, you know, there's always worse. But I started getting some more real problems in my life. I mean, like, I, I, st- I still don't even have that hard of a life. But the fact that I can really feel that way, really actually in my fucking nutsack, be like, oh, my life's fucking easy. Nice. My parents have been carrying my ass for 90% of my life. Like, like my, my job's awesome. My fucking health is awesome. Like, working at the hospital and seeing a bunch of people, like, really being in a bad way with fucking tubes sticking out of them. And their their heart ch- crushed yeah. open. Like, like, their chest busted open. Yeah. <laughs> They're fucking calling code lavenders every 10 seconds, which means like a fucking kid's heart stopped somewhere. Code lavender? Yeah. Oof. It's rough, man. I couldn't handle it. Damn. Yeah, you were, uh, I remember your energy back then. It was a little bit uh, beaten down. I didn't like it. I didn't like it at yeah. all. But to, but I remember it, and 
that's one of the other shoes that are that I'm afraid are gonna drop. It's kind of funny, but it's like because of that that gratitude comes with a natural fear of something bad happening. But it's like I think I'll be a little bit more equipped now because I'm expecting like I'm accepting something bad could happen, but mm. I'm enjoying my time right now because it's just like a little more what is that mechanism when things are going good it's that little fucking voice of doubt or expect the pessimistic part of our mind that's like oh yeah this is good but some shit's gonna happen what is that is this craving for chaos that we all want personally i mean if i if i ask myself honestly i'd have to sit quietly for like a few minutes and give you an answer but like i know logically that we're just like animals and we're the surviving we're the apex survivor we're not the apex predator. We're not the apex nothing. We're the fucking crazy ones who get pushed in off a boat and say, what's over there? You know, like, so anything that we can do, we will do. Hmm. So that's part of our survival. But also we're animals. So we are just prone to remember the bad more than the good. And that's a common concept nowadays, which is good and bad because, you know, I, it shouldn't be taken for granted, but at least it's out there. But that I think that's for me that's what it is. It's the it's harder to remember the good. It's harder yeah. to hold on to it and to really like that's why appreciation literally there's all these articles now. It rewires the brain. But 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 it's like, yeah, because it's wired one way. Yeah. Just from being born, from being a human, even in this safe, cushy, fucking nerfed society with our parents and everything. That's why literally literally, like what I'm talking about directly aligns with um people who like coddle their children. If your kid has too much of an easy life, he's a dumbass. He, it's kind of what's happened to me. Well, I mean, I, I could have been worse, could have been better. I don't want to get into it. But like like I keep saying, I had an easy life. It's not my parents' fault. They just loved me and that was the way they loved me. I'm not blaming them. But if you can control a little difficulty and like keep them in that Jordan Peterson sweet spot where you're not too overwhelmed or too underwhelmed hmm. and you're just learning all the time, then you're doing amazing. And it, it correlates. Yeah. Well, correlates not the word, but it's it's the same mechanism. Yeah, it's the fact that we need challenge. We're just it's just who we are. But there's a lot of range there. Challenge can be like a death or a a dismemberment or yeah. a mental disorder. Well, that, or a, that scale is endless. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's yeah. there's crazy extremes we can go into, and we, like we talked yeah. about uh, the Matthews uh, fucking heroic backstory you know yeah and, and surprising just, I, I didn't know you didn't you never heard that story so hearing it for the i wouldn't first have time, forgot that yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was intense yeah and coming back from that that's like in a way it's some fucked up weird strange life is like this thing where it's like we we dig ourselves holes we <clears throat> climb out of it then we dig a bigger hole we climb out of it as well as all the other things happening, but it's like there's sometimes the holes are dug for us and we fall into and we have to climb out of it. And then sometimes yeah. things are just going good. You just dig your own hole. You're like, fuck, I'm going back under. It's this like weird, but that's the only way growth really happens. Oh. It's yeah. so strange. It's but, like nothing good comes from a good moment. Well, I mean, no, yeah, let's reiterate. Good moments are amazing, but let's say you're fucking riding high, your job successful, everything's successful, but there's no real lessons there, just appreciation and gratitude. It's that when everything's stripped from you and then you realize, holy fuck. And then you come out of that. That's where it's like this, all these lessons were just formed. And that's what I'm noticing. It's like through misery and through, through challenges. Like um, when Mikey spoke about with his colitis, like there's two avenues. You can go further down the rabbit hole of, of hate and sadness, or you can fucking overcome it. 
But now all that wisdom attained from that misery, overcoming that misery, is applied to his life, and now it's added on to the next stage, to the next hole that he has to overcome. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like you, the holes get so deep eventually, you hit water or gold or whatever the, the whatever the, wherever you want the analogy to go, mm. and you get shot out like by a fucking fountain of awesomeness. It's usually the bigger the fucking trauma, the, like the bigger that hole is, if you pull yourself out of it, you're on such a high mountain. You know, the, that's it. The deeper that hole, the more likely you're going to strike water. You're going to make a and well no by accident. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know, because maybe we need that at first. Most humans, maybe. I don't know. I We could we could dissect it a little. But I think like uh, it's this like society in general just doesn't give us the challenge that we need. And that's why a lot of other podcasts that I really like that you uh, have talked about also like we they, they talk about how there's not. There's no like rites of passage anymore. And, yeah. and and we don't realize when we're young anyway, how important it is to like maintain family and to have things like Christmas or to have like bar mitzvahs or like. Dude, my, it, my rite of passage was reading a script out of the Torah when I was 13 for my bar mitzvah. Yeah. And you like read that. Better than nothing, maybe. I don't like, even think so. And no. they're like, you're a man after this. Let's fucking celebrate. Maybe it's worse because it's like, it's like pseudo. It's, it's like, like upside down. Yeah, yeah. There's a tribe. I don't know if it's in Africa or in Brazil. It's one of the, one of the native tribes. I think it might've been Brazil and yeah. they have like a glove. I think when you're like 13 or 14. Oh, the bullet ant? Yeah. It's loaded. That's with, a real one. Yeah. And it's loaded. <laughs> so bullet ant is basically the bite apparently is one of the worst pains you can have. It's, it's like third or fourth on all insects yeah. of the plant. Like it's crazy. It's, it's, an, it's insane. They have a scale and it's really high up there. And it, it lasts hours to the point where you can be nauseous and even vomit and stuff like that. Oh man, this one guy, they, they took him to the hospital. Like I saw some guy on YouTube. Dude. Yeah. Holy shit, dude. They're making him dance and stuff. Like it's a ceremony, right? Yeah. So he's, he's just like this, like <gasps> so and his fucking eyes are popping out of his we're head. We're talking one end or he did no, the no, glove. No, he put the, he did the okay. glove. So did yeah. So he was like, ah. He's like, ah, ah, yeah. ah. And he's like trying to pull out and they're yeah, like yeah. keeping it on him. Oh, shit. Dude, it was bad. So that, so that, that I'm talking about just one specific ant is the pain is so high on the scale. So what these, this tribe people do for the rite of passage for the boy to become a warrior and a man, they, they put a shit ton of these fucking ants in this glove. Fucking I think they like put the smoke that passes them out or fucks up their nervous system for a few hours. Oh man. So the ants are resting. They load it in this fucking ant, this uh, glove. You put your hand in, and I guess it's both hands. Uh, I don't know if it's both. Maybe or what. you don't have to. I don't know. He did both hands. So you put it in both. You fucking wait till they wake up, and they just bite the shit out of you and sting the shit out of you. And that's supposed to be the stages of becoming a man and a warrior in that tribe. And they don't just do it once. I think they do it like twenty something times throughout your your that oh age God. time that time. So. <laughs> You become a man. You're feeling the worst possible pain. Yeah. You have to overcome it because there's no avoidance. You're in it. Wait, do women get to do it? Because it's. Be I keep saying I think become it's, a man. It's a, I think it's a warrior uh, tradition. So I think it's more predominantly for males. I mean, if they give birth later in their life, that's probably crazy also, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you Every can, woman becomes a man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that's it, man. So that's uh, a rite of passage. Uh, you yeah, know, it is. Like me reading a scripture in a nicely air-conditioned uh, synagogue yeah. in the middle of summer, and then we have a feast, and then I make fucking four or five grand from all the guests donating money. You know what, though? Let me tell. Let me ask you something. Like, what were some real rites of passage in your life? Why are we where we are now? Why For can me, I have a great time and not and be much less afraid about the other shoe dropping and really enjoy my time and uh, be grateful? A lot of the rites of passage came from martial arts, came from uh, psychedelics. Getting your ass kicked feels getting your ass bad. Kicked. 
but that's that's part of it because it's the illusion of you gets beaten down to a pulp yeah man i got kicked into a wall once hmm. and i was like huh like that made me think (laughs) reality i just went okay uh, people can do that see i got away i got away for a while because i i was like this tough guy so i never actually had a fight up until martial arts but i was always like no one messed with me because I had this persona, but it, it was an illusion because I never actually f- had a fist fight with someone. Some guy fucking need you in the groin or something. And then I go to, yeah, I go to H2O and I get my ass tapped over and over again. And I'm like, fuck, I suck. <laughs> and I had to face the reality that my illusion of self, the ego that I I thought was this monstrous beast is is a nobody. He's a white belt. He's a, not even white belt at the time, just a shit, a shit ball, mm. you know? And then when you come to terms with that over and over again, that's ego death, ego death, ego death. Humble comes out of this. Um, all sorts of gratitude and appreciation and respect all form from those moments. I wonder if that's why there's such a... Like, I know, obviously, Rogan and, and a lot of that circle, let's say, like, had a lot of power in bringing jiu-jitsu to where it is now. And and UFC in general, like, had the popularity, the growing popularity. But there seems to be a draw towards jiu-jitsu specifically. Uh, excuse me, guys. And... Uh, <laughs> Mm, that tasting good and um let's talk about drugs <laughs> and uh there's i don't know i wonder why like maybe because how do i put it into words maybe there's something slow about jujitsu you're still getting your ass kicked you're still losing quote unquote but you're not like there's aggression if you're getting punched in the head if you're getting kicked if you're getting fucking muay thai clenched and the guy's cracking your ribs with his fucking knee yeah. You want to bust his head. You want to win. You want to, ah! and then you get thrown to the side. The guy says, "Okay, you lost. Whatever." You you, you want to f- practice harder. You're, you're not. You're, there's no humility. Yeah. It's rage. It's more ego. It's that, that's the way I felt with something like Taekwondo. Like, but with Jujitsu, maybe you're a little slower, a little, a little more slowed down, a little more thoughtful, a little more like, "Why did I lose? Why? What am I doing? Why am I doing this? Why am I doing that?" You're not just punching. You don't ask, "Why do I punch?" I make a fist so I don't break my fingers and I fucking hit you with it with my muscles so that you die. Like this is one plus one equals two. But jujitsu is like long division. Jujitsu is algebra. Mm. So you're there going like, huh. Yeah. And then when you lose, you go, what did I do wrong? And you're just flexing that muscle. What the fuck am I doing wrong? What the fuck am I doing yeah. wrong? That's part of it. But the main reason why I think jujitsu is, is there's a lot of ships steering towards jujitsu right now is because the volume you go in Muay Thai or Taekwondo, like sparring sessions are very, you can't do, I mean, some guys are savages. They'll do 30 rounds, whatever. But they're losing brain cells. The reality is, is you can't spar hard in Muay Thai or all that uh, more than one or two times a week, hard sparring. You could do technical strike. But Jiu-Jitsu, you can get in, you can spar with five to 10 people per night, every night of the week at 100% trying to kill each other. Reps, bro. Yeah, and it's, but it's like, you're literally can go 100% to try to kill each other and come out almost injury-free. Maybe your arm hurts or something, but your brain's fine. Yeah, well, I mean, if you're a jackass, yeah. the guy just well, loses with good par- cool good training partners, yeah, you know? Yeah. But you're just getting tapped, and when that happens, you're getting tapped maybe three, four times a round. You know, you're not in a Muay Thai or something. When you get knocked out, which hopefully should never happen in training, if that happens, but, you're... you're I mean, no- still, yeah. the guy's an asshole or you just get it heated yeah. or something. Like, it's ha- it happens. So and then you're just, out for a week. Or concussion, you can be out for months. You know, yeah, yeah. I didn't think of it that way. So it's math. Yeah. It's reps. Again. So it's like, yeah, that one year Simple of jiu-jitsu, math. they call it the survival year. It's the white belts come in. they all tough. They watch it on TV. And uh, that whole that was one of those guys. And uh, the whole year, I got my ass kicked by dude, the small guys, big guys, month. everything. 
yeah. I didn't last a fucking <laughs> month. To yeah. be fair, I'd love to go again, but I gotta find like the time and the money and the like. It's just not right right mm. now. But at the time, it's always there for you though. Fuck man, I I was there. like the people were cool. I didn't even notice I was like sucking. Like it was just peripheral. Nice. It's like it was fun. I was learning something, but like it's just throw yourself into it to yeah. get thrown, you know, <laughs> and yeah. then just one day you're. I mean, it's a, maybe it's a little more active and a little more cerebral as you go on. But the way I learn is do hmm. like I, I don't take notes in class because then I'm not paying attention. And if I'm not paying attention, I don't remember anything, but I barely remember anything anyway. So because I, I got to do the thing, yeah. you know, like it's a problem. Well, jiu-jitsu is really theory apply, theory apply, like in the moment, you know, and you do that so many times till it's second nature. The 10th Planet School was so great, too, in Verdun, because the guy would be like, um, like, we'll, we'll run a drill or two. And it's like you're getting a little bit of theory. He's talking. He'll talk around it a lot. He'll go, "Why are you doing this? Why are you? Why are you not doing that? Even though it looks like you could, because he could do this." And it gets a little. Not never gets too complicated, but it's like there's like a like a broad focus, if I can say that. Yeah. And then it's roll, 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 roll for the rest of the class. Just go fucking fuck around. Doesn't matter. Try to do what we practiced. I'll come around. I'll give you some tips, but just go. Just nice. go. Just yeah. get messy, man. Just get in the That's dirt. A, it's most of it is that. It's, yeah. It's getting the reps in having the basic understanding of the technique. But at the beginning level, you need to just know very basics, but you need to be rolling and applying them in a stressful scenario with sparring. Mm. That's why I think jujitsu is so powerful is because you're testing your theory. It's a literally a scientific method. You learn it, you learn a technique. Okay. You learn a new, a new technique that's, that's brought to the jujitsu community. Everyone sees it. Okay. We see this technique. We apply it in sparring thousands of times. It's tested by the peers. It's either good or bad or corrected or modified and it's peer reviewed. It's literally, it's literally a fucking a scientific approach to martial arts. Yeah. Maybe once again, because you can, Oh, there's our time. Okay. Because you can practice so much because you have that interaction with the other people, it becomes so insidious. It grows so much. Mm. You can, you can like you can apply the like the reps are it's not only the quantity but it's there's there's a person there's a it's the like you know you can you can learn uh, kung fu or something and it's an art yeah. you can you can watch youtube videos and have a teacher correct your posture and na 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 but like a guy could be could just come in and like elbow you because he's taller or something and if there's a technique you're missing like mm. jujitsu is me it's messy you're always fucking with the other person yeah and the, i mean like uh, to bring it back to the the teacher thing that you said earlier like you are your own guy like there's there's two in you there's the observer and there's like this there's like the human the, like the meat body yeah. or something so yeah. it's like you're constantly talking to yourself and yeah. instead of having that peer review and that that build up like in jujitsu like like you're you're just like going oh that sucked and that's the shitty teacher like we talked yeah. about i'm and trying to bring it back in, in a way that just well that's it that's the only way that's why they call it the survival year because those with those shitty teachers that are like you fucking suck i'm never good at it they end up stopping jujitsu they don't make it through the first year and the ones that are like hmm what am i doing wrong here and accountability and then they start correcting okay it, obviously he knows something more than me so let's learn this and then they that's why maybe jiu-jitsu kind of gave me this mentality of being my own teacher because yeah. there's a technique i don't know it there's no other way out of this position but that technique i need to learn that technique so then i have to accept that i'm missing something in my arsenal and i have to learn it and then that keeps going and that's how jiu-jitsu kind of forms this mindset that we're seeing most jiu-jitsu guys have a very similar uh mindset because i guess it forces you to be your own teacher time after time yeah 
once you realize that then again like non-duality like you're you're the student also if you're if you see yourself as the teacher if you act as the teacher but like you feel like the student and you're just giving this you're giving yourself the stick instead of the carrot all the time hmm. then it's like it's just this dynamic that exists inside you and you're not conscious of it but if you just kind of observe both and kind of give love to both then you can be like look you would never talk to a student that way yes you don't realize that you're being the master right now it kind of comes down to choice and like accountability was a good word because yeah. I, I tie accountability with a guilt a lot and it's like I did for a long time really man. unnecessary no it's the opposite and that's a hard pill to swallow because you can just use a third person as an example an actual student you would never teach a student that way you're not going to get anywhere no so why why is that work but the then point of discouragement yeah, yeah but why internally all of a sudden that's the method that's supposed to be working you know it's the most fucked up thing but I'm learning this I'm seeing it it's like no if you're teaching a student one way and it works it has to be applied both ways to yourself as well yeah you know that's a really hard fucking practice I'm just sitting here now and I can I just keep hearing the question in my head what the fuck's the point of discouragement there's in no point any and all situations what is the point of discouragement if you're a teacher and you discourage your students they're not going to want to learn there, yeah, yeah. some will fucking they have that that fire genetics of bloodline karma from past whatever they'll they'll work with it and push through it but most oh, fuck you I don't want to learn from you you're putting me down yeah, yeah. but if you can find a squiggly way to approach them from a different angle that they resonates boom you got that student for life that student's gonna flourish and what's fucking deep fuck we should have ended on that though that's beautiful yeah but like, we gotta end it but yeah what what's deep is the if you got the good student teacher relationship within then it doesn't matter if an external teacher is doesn't matter being at all. shit yeah because you're like oh that's just him i'm gonna learn i'm gonna Boom. go yeah pop, man. Pop, 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 pop. yeah dude let's that's... talk about drugs <laughs> stay curious my chimps boom boom, boom. all right guys peace and love we love you all